Yes, but not for a long, long time. That was my mother's response when I asked if I was going to die. Yes, but not for a long, long time. It's a fine answer, but I had some follow-up questions. How long? How do you know? Why? Will I not mind by then? Why? Did you know I would die when you had me? Why? 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 I felt tricked, trapped. I didn't want to die, but the only way not to die was never to have been alive in the first place, and I could not be unmade. I was angry. She knew this would happen, and she had me anyway. I was furious with her for allowing me to exist. But then she made breakfast for dinner, and we forgot about the whole thing. This is Stupid Human Suits. Welcome back to Stupid Human Suits. Our guest today is Monica Wyke. Is it Wyke? Uh, actually, how long have I known you? Is it Wyke? It's, it's Weish. Oh, God, you're both <laughs> Can we keep this? Can we just keep this? It's Weich. Weich. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever said your last... I've always said Weich. I answer to it. <laughs> All right. Well, this is uh, welcome back to Stupid nice Human Suits. Nice Today's to episode is with a woman I've been friends with for a decade and just found out how to pronounce her last name. <laughs> and uh, I'm here with my husband, Scene. Uh, oh, Kirill, so funny. Uh, Monica, jeez, I'm just gonna call you Monica. Jeez. Uh, she's an actress, a writer, and recently a mom. You've seen her on SVU, Army Wise, Blind Spot, and she is shooting the path. Uh, this week or next week, a couple episodes. So that's very exciting. Welcome, Monica. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. It's very convenient to get here. The seven train. <laughs> oh God, yeah. No delays. Nothing. No. Yeah, well, zero yeah. delays. The seven train was actually good. Oh, the seven train. Yeah. Is, yeah. But the two train, we kind of sucked. Yeah, the six train is uh, kind of a bag of cats every day lately. <gasps> this is a, our podcast is about trains. <laughs> hey, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, train conductor. Um, so, uh, yeah, as always on uh, Stupid Human Suits, longtime fans, listeners know <laughs> that we uh, we enjoy starting our episode out uh, by talking about my first time. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and this is uh, where we discuss uh, when, as a, pro hopefully a child, not as an adult, mm -hmm. uh, you kind of understood what death was, learned that it was a thing that would happen to mm -hmm. you to... Mm -hmm everyone and everything you've ever loved um yeah. do you have do you recall a I, I have i have two things that come to mind when i think about learning about death as a child the first one and i, I will never forget this um <laughs> it was the it was the day that elvis presley died this has nothing his death actually has nothing to do with this story but now that i say it out loud he died so i guess it does yeah. Um, so my father came home from work, and I had just seen on TV that Elvis had died. And I came running out of the car. I was like, oh, my gosh, Elvis died. My dad didn't believe me, you know, because Elvis was such a healthy, healthy, <laughs> yeah. you know, sober that, person. That yeah, slab yeah. of meat, how? Um, and uh, my dad said, well, you know, we have to go to the grocery store. So I got in the car with him. And as we were waiting on the light to change, um, I looked over to the left, and I saw a squirrel get hit by a car. <gasps> on the day Elvis died. Yeah. And um, so I remember like, the tree. oh, that was very upsetting. And we'd had pets, but no, nothing ever died on us. I mean, because I was yeah. like seven or something. And um, now if you do the math, you know how, how And you were in South Carolina? <laughs> no, this was in Georgia. But Georgia. yeah, I grew up in South Carolina mostly. This, Yeah. 
right. You're yeah. a southern lady. I'm a southern lady. She's I have a, a scarf tied to my bag. <laughs> oh, I for a second there, I said you. I oh, and you I'm wearing a, a pin that says, hey, y'all. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Welcome to Biscuits and Gravy, the new <laughs> podcast where we talk. I thought you said, I have a scarf tattoo. Oh, no, I have a like, scarf tattoo. Is that a bag. thing in the South? No, it should be. Yeah. I get a thing. Um, but so, so I saw that, that squirrel get hit by yeah. a car, and that was sad. And then the next memory that I have about knowing that people died, my um, my grandmother died, uh, you know, mm. so and went to the funeral and everything. And and I knew she was dead. She'd been sick for a while, but um, what'd she have? Just she had um, uh, she had hepatitis, but not the the shooting up kind, right. the other kind that. And this was back in 1980, so yeah. they didn't know how to. Mm. Get yeah, rid of that. The but, height um, of medicine was and she leeches. died on Christmas Eve. Oh, oh, yeah, it was, it was shitty. But um, but I was ten, and um, and uh, anyway, I wasn't I wasn't there when it happened. But anyway, so we went to the funeral, and it was open casket, and she's Catholic, and they had a rosary um, tied around her. You know, like, like her, mm-hmm. her yeah, hands yeah, were holding hands, a rosary. Yeah, in the palm. And it looked like her hands were chained together. And my little cousin got real upset. Like, why, why are her hands chained together? Well, that's how they drag them to yeah. hell, sweetie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, she's going to fight it. And, I, and so I remember that. But um, golly, you know, now I, I don't even know. I Did guess you... I'm going to die, you know? <laughs> I guess I'm going to die. But those are my two first, like, death memories. Yeah, I, I also when I was in high school, I, I um, really wanted to be a um, a mortician, and I really looked, oh. yeah, I looked into going to mortuary. School. Were you a goth kid or something? Not, <laughs> yeah, no, actually, no. I just thought like it just seemed like a really nice thing to do for Peaceful. other people. <laughs> oh you wow, know? like you, you have a very sunny disposition, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> well, just I mean, I, I don't know that I actually. Well, yeah, I guess I, my father got me a, a, a used mortuary science textbook, so I, I did learn. I thought you were about to say a mortuary, like, science kit. Like, no, <laughs> like you oh. could practice mortuary science so at home. So you go back like and get, you get the squirrel that you saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Car no, it's great. It's, you got a little baking soda. It fizzes up. It's sort of. Yeah, I should, that, would, that, that note to self. I, I, I you got a kid that. now. I do. He, Push him. I'm a four-year-old. Um, but yeah, so I, I wanted to I wanted to be a mortician slash funeral director. I wasn't really sure that of what the difference was. I just mm-hmm. knew that I wanted to help people in their time of direst saddest that, need. I mm. I haven't really thought about it that way before. But you're right. That is a like you, you are helping people deal with the hardest thing they've yeah. ever dealt with, and and also taking care of a person that you know it's the last time people are going to see them. Yeah, um, totally. That is. That is very lovely. Those yeah. Good, that's, those are two good moments. All right. Well, uh, we have a couple of, uh, we've got some questions for you because you're okay. here on a podcast to talk about you and. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's bananas. Um, okay. Uh, we'll get to the acting stuff in a second, but I want to ask this first. What is your biggest fear regarding uh, your husband, Dean, his stupid human suit and your son, Elrod's stupid human suit? What do you imagine in your worst nightmare? And are you okay to speak about that it? That is a terrifying Yeah. Question. It's a horrible question. Well, I, I my worst nightmare is that um uh oh god I'm like are you a disease person are you a bus person no i'm a i'm a bus person i'm yeah. a, um you know like right now they they went on a daddy son trip to the bronx zoo Aww. and um so i was still in my pajamas when they left and i may i kissed them both goodbye and watched them watch dean carry our son down the stairs to go out the front door and and Literally every time I, I see that, I literally think this is a, this could be the last this time I a, ever see them. So I just take a real good look 
Oh and then I just go on with my day. Hey guys, welcome to Stupid Human Suits. Let's just but keep. It's true. Yeah, no, that's why you're here. Yeah. We're here. That's important to yeah. me. Yeah, but I really do. But you know, like I don't do that with my parents, really, or anybody else. Or you know, I'll leave here with, and I yeah. won't think that about you guys. Yeah, we'll but, fuck them. Yeah, but no, I do. Praying I think, for their death. I think that. I, I literally thought that this morning. Well, that's all right. So that's good. All yeah, right. I, I mean, but it's total bust. It's not like like terrorist explosion or anything yeah like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's what it is for me yeah. too it's like bizarre accidents you can't predict like i'm i'm worried about like sh- uh something falling on me from a building mm-hmm. so i like if you see me walking down the street i sometimes i just do that a lot because yeah. like, is there an air conditioner about to kill me right <laughs> sean is looking up yeah I'm, yeah i'm an up carol um man uh yeah i think i'm probably more of a bus person too i'm uh, i disease crosses my mind from time to time but i still you know when you said, am I going to die? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I There is a part of me that's still like, ah, they'll figure it out. They'll, <laughs> you know. There's still time. Yeah, because yeah. as a kid, that was one of the first um, coping mechanisms I had was like, well, you know, I'm six. Mm-hmm. By the time I'm old enough to die, they science is pretty great. They're going to figure out something to, you know, mm-hmm. we, we're going to live forever. There is mm-hmm. that new, what is it, that startup Elysium or something? It's a, it's a MIT scientist. It's He's taking all this flack because he's basically saying we've developed this uh, fountain of youth pill and it's supposed to regenerate the things your cell loses as your cell decays and uh, you know, there's a chemical that is sent out that says, hey, it's time to break this cell down. So it's supposedly that, but there's not enough. Like the FDA won't do clinical trials because it technically isn't the sort of thing they do clinical trials on so yeah. they don't have that backing yeah it's interesting but honestly i don't oh god you know somebody uh, i did uh, i was talking to somebody a while back and uh, about being a mom and, and and being of a certain age mm-hmm. um which is 46 mm-hmm. um but uh you know I, they said like well do you want to be do you want to like grow old and dude like I don't. If science makes big advancements and and they can prolong my life to be like 120 years yeah. old, fuck that. Fucking like, I do not me. want. I don't want that, man. Like, I. That's even if like you would cocoon be health, though. If you could be healthy, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, and strong. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, cocoon yeah. when they cocoon were like the got movie, their, yeah. their young babies. You'll never right? grow old. Yeah, they they got young. You'll never die. Quaker Oats. Oh yeah, Wilfred Brimley. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, remember that he's playing basketball with the. That's right. Those guys well, yeah, like, if that's the case, yeah. But okay. like, if I'm just like. I mean, just I being mean, kept alive. Yeah, but, or, yeah, or even but wouldn't you still be tired though? I don't oh. know. Maybe not. I, maybe you won't be tired. I just feel like, golly, after 120 <laughs> years, maybe you're just like. I feel. Bored. You know, I feel. Like Am I not Aragorn. a good guest? I don't feel like I'm no, a good this, guest. <laughs> no, this is great because we've had this conversation before. Yeah. Where like, if vampires were real, Sean would totally. I want to. I want to be alive for it. like. You know, our idea of infinity is so paltry and ridiculous. We were talking about this with our first guest, who was mm-hmm. an ast- astrophysicist, what? about the scale and scope of things. And the human mind was evolved to deal with, you know, sticks and tigers on the savanna right. and getting things out of trees. Like, right. oh, boo, I got an apple. Duh, duh, yeah. That was five feet away. That's I can go to 50. Yeah. Like, yeah. the idea of whenever they talk about if you ever read vampire books they always talk about spending eternity and never changing your form but it's more like 300 years like the oldest vampires are like 300 maybe a thousand years old it's like that's nothing I want to be here for 10,000 years I want to see us transfer our consciousnesses into lattices of pure light you don't even like board games what are you gonna do for I'm a fuck I know yeah I'm a a fuck fuck. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna get a one of those nice uh, Teslas 
I'm gonna drive around into the future. Fuck it. Unless all of your friends are vampires, you're, all your yeah. friends are gonna you're gonna watch all your friends die. Yeah, but again you, and again uh, and again and again, and then and then your vampire friends, you're gonna get so tired of them. Yeah. But that's all right. And then you just, you know, you go into finance or something. You know, really just <laughs> but see, at, yeah, least, true. at least both of you have an opinion on it. Like, I, I wouldn't want to be a vampire, um, but I, I would like to live as long as I possibly could. So I just, I don't. Pain free. Pain free. Pain free would be good. I, I'd take a little pain, I think. I think what you want. The pain of being too beautiful. Oh, oh snap. <laughs> I think what you want is to have Aragorn's. Uh, ability, because remember he lives till he lives basically. He's a the the last of the line of the Numenorians, and they used to be able to live. It was a gift the elves gave them. They used to be able to live to like you know five hundred, six hundred. But then it, as they pressed against uh, the what, uh, the the rules of the Vala and tried to f- go west, which they were explicitly told not to. Uh, they're a, and they they became uh, ensnared by Sauron, who was in a gentler form back then. And by the time you get to Aragorn, Numenor long ago sunk, but Aragorn is still the last of his line. And he says, uh, "It is given to me to choose when I die." This and is, when he mm-hmm. dies, he's about two hundred something, I think, or maybe one something. Yeah, is it higher, a little higher? This is a real maybe thing that you're not making higher. up. This is a real. Thing. <laughs> yeah, this is a real thing. But that's oh, no, like real he gets to, he's like, he gets to live his life basically pain free. Yeah. Uh, and then when he's ready, he shuffles off his mortal coil. Yeah, I think if I could live long enough to have felt like I had enough, that would be fine. But yeah. I, I just don't know when that would be. Yeah. You um, need at least I, one Tesla. One Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Two Tesla lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, then you have to pay for to park it here, which yeah, sucks. Uh, I know. Can you yeah. imagine? Yeah. Well, well you got to invest early, yep. and then you know that. <laughs> That's why you need to be a vampire <laughs> three hundred years ago. Buy some land from the Dutch. All right, but I want to ask you because yeah. you brought up you're forty six. I'm forty one. Sean's. I'm th- um, thirty six. I'm the 25, 26, I'm two, it is 210. It's 210, by the way. I was very close, everybody. It is given to me to know what I to choose when I die, and that's what I'm. I gonna, don't know what those references are. It's, uh, it's the Lord of the Rings. Mm. It's only the world's greatest fantasy. I, I'm sorry. It's cool. It's Comic Con this weekend. Did you know that? Yeah. 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 Oh, we. It's Comic Con uh, up here. I'm pointing to my head <laughs> every day. Um. So, but you're yeah. 46, mm. and uh, you're an actress, and we're you know Sean's a writer, comedian, mm. actor. I'm a, a something writer you're a writer comedy person comedy producer producer. this is not complicated you are gifted just i i have to spend so much time building this woman (laughs) (laughs) but i have had plenty of people in actually before i was even in my 40s when i was like Mm -hmm. 37 38 i've had plenty of people tell me oh just don't tell anyone how old you are yeah and it and so honestly mostly women Mm -hmm. mostly accomplished women in the business just don't tell anyone how old you are and it it really bugs me yeah. because I I like being my age yeah. and uh, you know I'm not going <laughs> to pretend to be a millennial I'm not going to pretend to enjoy Snapchat oh, I, um, I, I, all yeah. I know is how to do the filters I don't even know how to like, send a message to somebody I know that the filters exist and you swipe through them I I would never have the balls to use one right. them, but, you shouldn't yeah. even have to say your age anymore maybe you just like state your level of ability with social media like that's how old you are oh I know what Snapchat is but I'm not sure how to add a filter oh you're you're 40 that's true yeah. like, like okay like I'm we're I'm still on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. All right. We're good with Twitter and Facebook. There are people who are Tumblr people. Yeah. And now there are people who are Snapchat people. But do, like, Tumblr have you gotten people? that? Like, don't tell people your age stuff. Um, you know what? A little, a little bit. I have, I've run across more people who, who feel that way. I've run across a lot of uh, actresses who won't talk about it or, mm-hmm. or who say like, yeah. 
you know, never ask a lady your age or something yeah. like that. And I'm like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I don't mind telling people. Um, nobody's ever directed me not to. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but no one's ever said, go ahead and tell everybody. So I don't know. I just sort <laughs> yeah. of made a choice for myself. But um, for a while there, not so much recently, but for a while there, I would tell people my age and, and they would – now I think about it, they're probably just being nice. But they would say like, <laughs> oh. oh, you don't look 40. <laughs> and so now I say, oh, I'm 46. And they go, oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't Spot like, on. I yeah. don't like that either. The, uh, oh, I'm, I'm 41. I would have never guessed. Mm-hmm. Like, just don't comment on it. Yeah. I, I kind of want it just a nod, an yeah. acknowledgement that you heard me. Yeah. Maybe just tell me how old you are. Yeah. That, that's a fine response. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I'm 22. Mm-hmm. We have ages. Yeah. Great. Well, Monica, Great. like when you go into an audition, when you audition for like the last thing, the path, right? Like, uh, it, that's not Bernie Telsey. It's, I forget who it is. It's Caleri. Yeah, Caleri. Yeah. Uh, oh, I have, oh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> yeah. I want to hear about it. But uh, like, would do, you, do when you go in for something like that, is uh, are you going in for a part that is woman in her forties, or yeah. are you? T- it is yeah closer to your age. Although I went in, it, it, usually I go in for middle woman in her late thirties, early forties. Okay, so I'm I'm pleased that yeah. they're saying early forties. Um, because <laughs> you know I'm past that hump. Um, and I'm it's usually always a mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. usually. Um, the other day, yes, a couple days ago, I went in for something. Um, at uh, Bowling Misha, mm-hmm. and the it was for a pilot, and it was um, a group of middle-aged uh, lefties, you know, because it's set in 1969 or something. And um, when I got there, you know, normally I look around the room and everybody kind of is like a version of me. Yeah. And literally, I was the youngest person there, and everybody there was like grandma age. And I thought, oh, shit. fuck, That's am I grandma group? age now? <laughs> like, am I... Am is I this your new group? In, is, is middle age grandma age? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Is this my new group? Right. I don't know. No, I, I remember. You, I remember when I transitioned into young dad, and that yeah. was really scary for me because it <laughs> yeah. was like, well, you know, I was I was still getting sent out for things way inappropriate for me at like at uh, thirty one or thirty two. I remember like I was with this agency, and they sent me out for this Disney movie about two freshmen in college like they sent me up for the lead and it's like the two freshmen in college like smoke a lot of pot and blah 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 and it's like what are you sending me out on this one and I, I put myself on tape and I did all the work and I did a fine job but it was like we're never hearing from them you, just, you might as well have thrown that audition into a black hole guys because there's like I'm just you could just see like this sag of years I'm like Oh man, what's for lunch, bro? You can yeah. feel the hatred in me of a life lived with too many of those. Do you feel like you uh, like? Do you get more bookings, more auditions at the age you are now, or or less? Because I know, like for him, now that he's kind of entered young dad mm-hmm. phase, I feel like you get more auditions because there's yeah, yeah. Know, it's a there's a specificity. To yeah, it. I think so. I mean, it's it's been a good week, but nothing else. <laughs> but um, but yeah, for I think for one of the reason one of the reasons is if I can get a sentence out is that a lot of actresses my age I think have just stopped yeah. that they're tired and yep. that's my plan my master <laughs> that plan, was my all plan. Along. I call it the crucible yeah no seriously exactly. I call it the crucible it yeah. burns away all the people who are not in it for life right because people get into this game and they're like yeah I'll give it five years and then maybe I'll go to LA and see how it goes there for another couple years or maybe I'll give it ten years but everybody quits they become lawyers yeah. they just settle down and have a family and I, like honestly when right. you had a kid I was wondering like is mom gonna keep working yeah. and the fact that you are so fucking balls out awesome <laughs> and it makes Thanks. me like I like when I told Carol, like, 
she's still going out. This is fucking awesome. Like yeah. that's the way you, what you're supposed to do. That's like, what I figured. Did you right? ever question that, or like no. you knew you? Good I knew for I you. Yeah. Oh, he hit me. He hit yeah. me. Oh god. Um, oh god. <laughs> No. Um, but no, I never questioned that. I, I knew that I would. Although I don't do, I'm, although I'm in one right now, it's a very brief run. But um, I don't do plays really because just the, the time commitment is that ridiculous. Would be hard, yeah. Especially, yeah, yeah. They don't play yeah. really well. Even if you did like a night, a nice like five hundred something yeah. or a thousand a week, you'd be yeah. Still, like that, I pay like that much. Yes, I, I pay can, like four hundred dollars yeah, a babysitter. babysitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, great. Now, how old were you when you had Elrod? Interesting. Um, I was forty-two. So. Let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. When did you like? Did you not want to have a kid at first? You just you were waiting for the right time. Like, um, well, I got married when I was forty. Everything happened like really late in life. Mm-hmm. So no, I um I married one of my dear friends um, that I'd known for a really long time. Oh, I didn't realize that yeah. we had known each other for like twelve years. We worked what? in a theater company together, and oh. he was married to someone else, and they mm-hmm. moved away to Pittsburgh, where he went to grad school, and she was a professor, and then we um, worked together on a project that we took down to Key West and he came down and while we were down there for like three weeks about a week into it he says by the way we've separated we've been separated for six months now and our divorce will be final in in a month and a half and and I'm like hello (laughs) hello because I always thought to myself you know if I ever got married I'd want to marry somebody just like Dean and then I did yeah so we we were in um, I was in South Carolina and he was in Pittsburgh and we eloped and we finished up our school I was teaching high school and then we got married and um, uh, moved to New York. So that we've only been here six years. And was the building when you moved yeah, to the thirty-five? Yeah, that's our first apartment. Yeah. Yeah, that's by the way, that's also something we should mention. Yeah, that's how, how we met Monica. Is uh, we lived in the same building. Um, yeah. I think we moved in a few months before you did. Yeah. That, oh what, yeah. It, it wasn't yeah. that much longer. It was maybe six months. Maybe six months. Okay. But it yeah. was yeah. The building was really unique because it was a building filled uh, with uh, childless couples. Yeah. Five floors of it, and it, it was it was this like young like childless paradise for yeah. a while like we yeah. had thanksgivings together we'd like yeah. have movie nights it was our it dogs was a, would hang out our yeah. dogs would just yeah. run up and down hank oh. well, you had to carry hank but yeah oh yeah hank, well but, and like in new york you don't often it was unique because you don't often meet your neighbors people think it's weird yeah. when you talk yeah. to them people are terrified but uh, uh sean is we'll use the word gregarious yeah. Yeah. um and oh, he's so he's very good at meeting people so uh yeah, yeah it, it, that but yeah that's how we know you and one by yeah. one people would would leave the building like i think it was uh, angus and stefania first yeah mm-hmm. and then yeah. and they had, i yeah, think they it was and then you guys and scott no scott, scott and Lori, Lori left but yeah. not for a kid they just no. left just moved and betrayed us yeah. and we had a kid and kept him there yeah. for six months yeah and then we thought when he starts walking there was a spiral staircase yeah. we thought, oh that's, that's right you had yeah. that spiral thing yeah we're like this might be hard so were you worried about uh, like uh, you know a, a pregnancy in your forties? I know that it used to yeah. be they would, they would scare you about being pregnant in your thirties, and oh, then it was okay, and now they scare you about it's being scary pregnant. as yeah. shit. In fact, like I have this idea for my web series called Advanced Maternal Age because they <laughs> they stamp advanced like literally, literally AMA. They stamp no. it on all the stuff, all your files. If Holy you're over shit. like thirty five, uh-huh. it's like AMA, and you have to go in for more tests, and they take blood all the time, and it's just like they treat you like, and and sometimes they do call it a geriatric pregnancy and you're like I'm 42 (laughs) you know I was 41 when I got pregnant 42 when he was born but um was that right no it's 40 doesn't matter Um, (laughs) your listeners will be here all day do the math we're Um, doing it right now but um yeah you know 
honestly, we we did it the old-fashioned way. Luckily, we didn't have to have any scientific help wow. or anything. Yeah, right? And um, but, <laughs> well, but, I didn't mean to like, wow. What? That, that still works down yes, there? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> the cobwebs came right out. Um, but, you know, I'll, 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 I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll tell you. Um, mm-hmm. I had a miscarriage um, probably six months before we got oh, pregnant with Elrod. Okay. And... Um, and what I really appreciated was just my, my GP I went to when I first thought I was pregnant, and, and uh, she said, let me tell you something. If you lose this baby, if you lose this pregnancy, she mm-hmm. called it a baby, if you lose this pregnancy, it is not your fault. Oh, You've that's nice. not done anything wrong. And I thought, how dare you say that to me? You know, I'm thinking like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not going to lose this pregnancy. What are you talking about? You cursed me. And then, like, when I did, when I did have a miscarriage, and it's very, very common, I know, like, yeah. it seems What's like... What's common for yeah. whatever age for first pregnancies, yeah, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. And, um, and then when I did, I, th- I thought back, and I thought, oh, God, I'm so glad she said that. Because, like, I really... Uh-huh. It was sad, but I didn't really, like, feel awful for a really long time because right. I, yeah, I didn't blame myself. So I really appreciated that. Her name is um, Dr. Rubin at uh, Westside Family Medicine. Nice. Um, I like that she said uh, she referred to it as pregnancy yeah, as well. Like, exactly. I, I, exactly. It gets, to me, it gets a little dicey if you're calling yeah. it a baby from to oh, begin yeah. with because there's so much that can go wrong. Absolutely. And, absolutely. And, and you know, we, had, we thought about that too. We thought, okay, you know, if it turns out that it, through one of these like prenatal tests, we find, you know, something really serious. Mm-hmm. What, are, what are we going to do? You yeah. know, yeah. Is, this, is this a responsibility we want to take on? And um, luckily that didn't happen. Well, so. What was, like, while you were pregnant, what was the weirdest thing that happened to your body? Oh, like, um, I mean. Oh, God. While I was pregnant? Yeah. Just like, I mean, every your boobs get so big. <laughs> And you can see mm-hmm. all the blue veins oh. in them. Oof. It's hard. it's like a yeah. map. It's awful. <laughs> and um, um, I mean, it's just every everything. There's no room for your organs. <laughs> everything smushes up to make uh-huh. room for this growing person. Um, you know, you do have some interesting cravings, but my my biggest craving was orange juice. I wanted a lot of orange really? juice. Yeah, it was weird. I mean, but that was it. Nothing like. I yeah. had to have turnips Macadamia and bone nuts, marrow, yeah. you know. <laughs> turnips and bone marrow. Oh, where are you going? <laughs> hey, Dean, good to see you. It's 3 in the morning. What are you doing? I'm getting bone marrow. Yeah. <laughs> Bag of it. Oh, weird. <laughs> they sell it, by the way, by Pioneer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just get the fucking 30-pound right. bag of bone marrow. And then, uh, can I ask, did you yeah. have a, like what we think of as sort of a fairly standard labor, or did you have to do well, C-section? Well, you know what I did? I um, um so the doctor I was with to begin with, um, that practice did a lot of C-sections. Mm-hmm. And I was in these crunchy granola, Bradley method childbirth classes. And I decided, I don't want to have a C-section. I want to have a natural, mm. unmedicated. Oh, <laughs> wow. I know, right? Oh. So I changed doctors. And I ended up having to go to Brooklyn for, to, for my appointments because I found this crunchy granola doctor. And Anyway, long story short, um, uh, I was... I was overdue and I went to her and she also did acupuncture and she did acupuncture on me and literally like within two hours I was in labor and I went to the hospital and they said we don't have a room for you right now so I was like on my hands and knees in a conference room waiting for a room to become available you've never heard any of this why would I trouble you these tales and I'm like making these horrible horrible sounds and a a custodian please tell me a meeting was at least going on I wish but a custodian did come in and he was like what the fuck was Dean there yeah Dean was there and Dean was like, oh, she's in labor. Um, then they finally gave me room, and, and 
um, I remember it was, I decided, you know, give me the drugs like people do. Yeah. And there is a woman, I was having what they call back labor. And so I had a lot of like spasms and stuff in my lower back. And um, it was very, very painful. But when they give you the epidural, that's where they do it. They shoot you in the yeah. back. And it's and like a huge needle, right? I didn't see it. Okay, good. Yeah, I didn't see. And my, my back was to them. But um, <laughs> but I remember this nurse named Anselma, because I kept thinking of oh, Aunt good. Selma from the the Simpsons, Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like from Trinidad and she was just this just buxom big woman with this amazing accent and she stood in front of me and I buried my face in her Trinidadian bosoms <laughs> while I got this shot in my back and so I still to this day am grateful for Anselma and then everything went to hell in a handbasket and I had a c-section so oh, oh no after all that after all that yeah. What's the recovery time with a C-section? Um, well, I mean, I'm. It, it, it wasn't bad. I mean, it, I cried in the shower from the pain of just sheer just water pressure mm-hmm. for a few <laughs> for like a week. Jesus. It's like your boobs are really yeah. sore and stuff is leaking out of places. <laughs> is Elrod at home with you at this point? Oh or? yeah, 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 yeah. Is that I don't know. Like, do you just take do you, do they just take the baby for you for a few months? <laughs> I wish. No, no, no. I don't wish. Edit that out. No, <laughs> nope, um, it's forever. Um, Hi, Elrod. You're 25 now. <laughs> Mom didn't want you. <laughs> I'm not true. Well, just the first six months. Um, no, they, um, yeah, I was home, like, uh, I think I spent two nights in the hospital and then um, came home. And um, I'm allergic to codeine, which is oh, really Jesus shit. Oh, And yeah. you can't take, everything's yeah. got codeine in it. Yeah. And um, so I recuperated, I recovered from my C-section with Advil. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, but everything's right. just real sensitive and, and yeah. your body is still, like, getting rid of things and yeah. making milk and it's it's a moist <laughs> the moist years that's my new pilot um uh, thank you for taking me through that because <laughs> i um i i have no intention of, of having kids I but I, i'm fascinated yeah. by it i have so much more to tell you if you want to talk later there's so oh, many perfect. more things yeah I, I know the word episiotomy and i'm terrified of it um but yeah. you if you had a c-section they didn't know but you know it's funny though because i took these they're these, not talking to me anymore just no. so you no, know no, this, they're just now talking to each other they won't make eye contact with me it's really uncomfortable you did that whole lord of the rings thing a few yeah and i was like um but no we had a birth plan we had to make a birth plan and uh-huh. i listed all these things like i i want you to wait to cut the umbilical cord and i um so I you want can skin- eat it or- yeah because i'm gonna eat it um <laughs> no because it, it still delivers um blood oh, okay. after a while so i wanted to leave the cord attached for a while and i wanted immediate skin to skin contact and i wanted um i didn't want them to wash him right away because the stuff that the um i forgot the Amniotic word for it fluid? no it's like the white pasty stuff is like really good for their skin anyway it, it ah. sounds so gross but <laughs> after after six months of like or or 12 weeks whatever it blends together of these classes I was like yes this is what I have to do (laughs) and one of the things on my list was that I did not want an episiotomy and that is the only thing that happened the way I wanted (laughs) what's an episiotomy? they make the hole bigger with scissors (laughs) 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 but the real (laughs) what I understand the reason they do it is because it might tear anyway and then it would be harder to heal right Okay. It's uh, like having something, like having uh, your finger surgically amputated uh, or having someone uh, chew it off. Yeah. Oh, oh, from oh, the A to the V. Okay. Sean's uh, crossing his legs. Um, um, yeah, because imagine that happened to your dick hole. I mean, 
Just picture <laughs> butterfly it. Like, ew, ew. <laughs> oh Leave that in. Uh, <laughs> uh, what other questions do you have, honey? Uh, well, I want to do. I want to do. Uh, I want to do uh, this next section. Is called "I'm Too Old for This Shit." I'm too old for this. Shit. Uh, I'm too old for this shit. Is a section where we uh, just talk about how aging is affecting our careers specifically, and uh, we will go first. Okay. Uh, to give you a little time, think about something. But uh, Carol, how is uh, aging affecting your career? Well, I had this thought the other day that, um, and I think I've been in this place for a while, but it had not occurred to me until recently that I'm now at the age where I will probably never have an immediate supervisor who is older than me. <laughs> um, and that's weird. Like you, you think of the person that you report to. They well, they've got to be older. They're you know they're they're the principal or something <laughs> like that. Uh, but yeah, I you know most of the people that I have reported to in my last three or four jobs have been younger than me. Hey, Carol, I'm Brad. Uh, just fresh out of Wharton. All right. Skip. So uh, what we're gonna do here? We're gonna are you are you on Twitter? <laughs> you should be on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, no more mentoring for me. <laughs> you are the mentor. I am the mentor. Yeah, I don't know. You could you could get the bump up, and then your boss is the host of the show, and then. Well, that's true. That's then it yeah. would be. I mean, he's older than me. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. All right, that's nice. Something yeah. to aim for. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm getting too old for this shit. Uh, I'm a stand-up comedian, an actor, and a writer. And uh, as a stand-up comedian, uh, you know, I'm. I'm 39. That, that's I've been doing comedy for a million years, and I'm not famous, and I haven't had it like a half hour. So I'm basically off everybody's map, right? <laughs> but being a hot stand-up is how one of the ways you can get like invited to write for these TV staffs, or at least submit packets. You still you can't shit the bed with the packet. You still have to do a good job. But that's how those opportunities start coming to you faster. Um, but I specifically took my foot off the stand-up pedal uh, a while ago, years ago. So that I could uh, sub- spend more time submitting these writing packets, I've mm-hmm. got pretty good. I've gotten close. I've almost mm-hmm. been staffed a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you get round two and you hope, and then it doesn't happen. But uh, you know, so that like, and the other, you know, so like, I instead of I've I've spent all this time writing these packets, but now because I've disappeared right. a little bit from stand-up there <laughs> right. are fewer opportunities that way right. and the other way you can you know that uh, i i'm old i'm just old enough that i missed the internet video like one of the second booms mm. because that's like a lot of people started getting hired from uh, like comedy site oh. comedy sites and then you get one in then it's easier for the next one to get in it, be, and it became a thing and then eventually they look for that and they want you to work from them too old for that and the stuff the yeah. video places carol and i worked uh like we worked for i worked for like Time Warner would start a website. Uh, NBC would start a comedy site. And I'd be like the second person in charge of writing the comedy and making all these videos. But they put everything on their own fucking players. Because you don't need YouTube. When you yeah. And so player. nothing would get shared. <laughs> and within a year, that website you spent a year working for mm-hmm. vanishes. And all the content's gone. You have nothing. And it looks like you didn't do anything for like four years straight. So between that and like taking my foot off the stand-up pedal, the thing I've been trying to do the most besides the acting mm-hmm. has become harder because I'm seeing fewer opportunities. And that's all, all age. All yeah. of that is age. And as an actor, as an actor, every time I book a job, year after year, they have this little spray to cover up the little bald spot. <laughs> it was very small years ago. Oh, and yeah. now 
it used to go from spritz. Now it's spritz, 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 spritz. Uh, yeah, spritz. <laughs> <laughs> and I always, I always ask hair and makeup, like, how many years do I have left before you think I'm gonna have to like make it, ch- like, before I gotta shave totally, like, go with the no- new look. Like, it used to be five years, and now it's like, I don't know, two years, man. But really, you should start thinking about it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I have a friend who's name. Yeah, I'm not gonna say his name. I have a friend who has um, fake hair that, like, it's human hair, but it's like medically attached, yeah. sewn uh-huh. to his head. Does it? Um, can you tell? Does it look? Can I tell? <laughs> um, no. I know though, so yeah. I can't. Yeah, uh, I can't. Uh, yeah. I can't unsee it. You know. <laughs> but it's interesting because like he'll scratch his head and he'll have to like put his finger straight up and down to kind of like <laughs> scratch it. You know. It's just. Yeah. It's very inter- you gotta it's interesting. to be gentle. Yeah. Um, well, how about you? How is uh, aging um, affecting your career this week? Well, this week um, I am. <laughs> so I'm in the show at Dixon Place that, that runs Fridays and Saturdays through October. Oh. And um, with all these hip downtown. What's the name of the show? The show is called My Old Man and Other Stories. <laughs> and it's, and it's, I'm not the old man. Yeah, it's <laughs> um, perfect. And there's not even an old lady. But um, it's by it's written and directed by Jess Barbagallo, who is fantastic. He's a downtown writer, director, hipster, scene maker. Anyway, <laughs> really, like, but a super talented Terrific. person. And, um, um, so I've, I've enjoyed being there, and I've enjoyed um, being in this show with some really creative people from communities that I don't, don't really get to spend a lot of time in. There are a lot of people involved in the show that are from the, you know, in the trans community and mm-hmm. um, who identify as you know queer in different ways, and it's just been like so informative and interesting for me <laughs> um, that I've become sort of like uh, a. I think I said before, like a little tchotchke to, to <laughs> some of the people in the cast. Like a like, maternal figure sort it, of it, like, thing? Like a maternal figure and sort of like a novelty. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> listen to what she just said. Did you hear that? <laughs> or, oh, they, like they've taken to calling me Mamica because I'll say things like, I have these cashews. Was any, would anybody like some cashews? <laughs> and then, you know, one of them will say, oh my gosh, cashews are so expensive. Like, yeah, I'll eat the cashews. And then I just feel really bad, <laughs> you know, or, um, <laughs> um, uh, what else? Oh, I have to pull out a, uh, a, <laughs> I have to drag out this this thing on this fake artificial turf with something on it. I have to drag it out during a scene change. And so I'm like bending over my asses to the audience and I'm like backing up, pulling this thing out. And I'm thinking, I'm I'm too young for this. <laughs> and and some of the music, one somebody references the band Yaz uh-huh. in in the show. <laughs> bless, bless their hearts. Some of them were like what is that? What is that? What did they say? Aww. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> what is the matter with you? What are you talking children? about? Children. So. Well, welcome. Welcome to this age, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. We have to wrap up now, but uh, we wrap up every show uh, with having the guests read a, uh, uh, it's a secular prayer with us. Oh, fantastic. Now, you were uh, religious, right? Or, or mm-hmm. somewhat? I mean, my husband was, is, is fairly religious. Um, we live across the street from a church. Yeah, you do. It's a lovely <laughs> yeah, church yeah. too. Uh, yeah. But, nice. but yeah, but I think that even though this is uh, secular, I think it's for everybody. Okay. You know, whatever they believe. And so, uh, what we want to try to do is uh, sort of round robin it. So oh, I'll great. do a line, Sean will do a line, and I, I, I underlined I yours. See. Thank you. Um, uh, so we'll give this a go. And yeah. this is just a little positive note for us Fantastic. all to leave on. Thank you for having me. Thank, Thank you, you for, for being here. Our fellow humans who art here and now, hallowed be thy consciousness. Thy kingdom floats in a universe so vast it's like totally bananas, man. Therefore be kind to each other. And don't eat too much bread. 
ask forgiveness of your trespasses and forgive those who trespass against you because all of us can be really fucking annoying for thou art the mind inside thine stupid human suit the only one of its kind we are thus also and that must simply be enough amen Amen. i got to say amen (laughs) we landed on amen i underlined amen so that we could all say it i'll say it together that's (laughs) socialism and i got one word wrong that's socialism it was supposed to be so much bread i I like too too much bread bread. i think that works as well that still works Um, uh monica uh how can people see your stuff oh my god my website is for shit does anybody (laughs) want to do a website for me Well, my website is monicawhite.com, and that last name is spelled W-Y-C-H-E. It's pronounced White. White. Now I know. Um, but, you know, that's that's right. that's where I and am. And then go see you in uh, the... The show at uh, Mild Man at Dixon Place runs Fridays and Saturdays uh, tomorrow, uh, oh. through October. Uh, so if you're a time traveler, because <laughs> this is being recorded in October 2016, and you're probably right. listening to this next year... So don't... If you, yeah, if, if this is like 2020, don't come. It's Go not read happening. the reviews. I'm sure they'll be delightful. <laughs> yeah. Are you on Twitter, Facebook? Or oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm uh, M.A. White at, on Twitter. Great. And uh, I'm, I'm on the face page with my mom oh. and everybody else's mom. <laughs> I'm on Instagram too, M.A. White, but I forget to put stuff on there. Start. I'll be better. Start. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, that is uh, this episode of Stupid Human Suits. Please join us again next week or whenever the heck we post these. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com.